Welcome to the Layman's Homily Podcast. I'm Tony D'Arienzo. In this week's episode, we'll be talking about faith. What is faith? Where do we see faith in Scripture? And how do we grow in this virtue? All this and more on Layman's Homily. to the podcast. As always, we have a packed show for you, so let's dive right in. So first, I want to start off by giving a good definition for for faith. What is faith? The Catechism states that faith is the theological virtue by which we believe in God and believe all that he has said and revealed to us, and that Holy Church proposes for our belief, because he is truth itself. That's from paragraph 1814 of the Catechism. So yes, faith is a virtue. So it is, the, it is a theological virtue, which um, we've talked about in previous podcasts a little bit um, when we talked about hope and love. So those three, faith, hope, and love, these are the three theological virtues. So we're talking about the last of the three, the, the one we haven't talked about yet. So, another good definition of faith um, comes from Hebrews, the letter to the Hebrews, uh, chapter 11, verse 1, which says, Faith is the substance of things to be hoped for, the evidence of things that appear not. Well, that sink in for a little bit. Faith is the substance of things to be hoped for, the evidence of things that appear not. So, can we sin against faith? Um, When we talked about hope, we talked about sins against hope. So, the question is, can we sin against faith? Yes, we can. Um, And the Catechism, paragraphs 2088 and 2089, define several sins against faith. Um, So, we talked about apostasy. The sin of apostasy, it is the total repudiation of the Christian faith. So blatantly rejecting everything. So, um, yeah, that's not good. Another thing that's not good is schism, which is the refusal of submission to the Roman pontiff or communion with members of the church subject to him. So that's sort of, um, that's the Eastern Orthodox churches. Um, They are in schism because they refuse to submit to the room to Pope Francis or to the Pope in general, um, to his authority in matters of faith and morals. Um, And then heresy is the obstinate post-baptismal denial of some truth which must be believed with divine and Catholic faith, or it is likewise an obstinate doubt concerning the same. So basically, if you have been baptized and you reject a teaching, what just one one teaching of the church, then then you're a heretic. 
versus apostasy, which we talked about, is that's the rejection of everything. So, again, these are these are a few examples. There are others, other sins against faith as well, but those are three big ones. Um, so yeah, we don't want to be don't want to be committing those sins. Um, yeah, we do not want to sin against faith. Um, so what about this whole faith and science thing? You know, you hear you might hear a lot of talk about oh, faith and science. Science is king. Trust the science. We've heard in a the, the recent past few years during this uh, coronavirus pandemic and the response to it. Um, do, do they? Does faith and science ever contradict? And the answer to that is no, since God made both, and He can't contradict Himself. Um, as for this whole trust the science thing, um, we should not be putting our trust in what the science that they're talking about, because that's not real science. Um, we should be putting our trust in the one who made science, like real science, the study for truth, which is God himself. Um, moving on, um, where do we see examples of faith in scripture? So, several examples. Um, Hebrews chapter 11 gives us several examples of faith from the Old Testament. So just we'll just read from from this book, this chapter. Um, by faith we under by faith Abel. So Abel, if you remember him um, from the book of Genesis, um, by faith Abel offered to God a sacrifice greater than Cain's. Though this through this he attest, was attested to be righteous, God bearing witness to his gifts. And through this, though dead, he still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death, and he was found no more because God, has taken, God had taken him. Before he was taken up, he was attested to have pleased God. So he's another Old Testament patriarch in, found in Genesis. Um, by faith, Noah, warned about what was not yet seen, with reverence, built an ark for the salvation of his household. Through this, he condemned the world and inherited the righteousness that comes through faith. So we all know the story of Noah and the ark. Um, so that, that's that there. Um, by faith, Abraham obeyed. Abraham, our father in faith, he obeyed when he was called, out, called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. He went out not knowing where he was to go. By faith he sojourned in the promised land as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundation, whose architect and maker is God. By faith he received power to generate, even though he was past the normal age, and Sarah herself was sterile, for he thought that the one who had made the promise was trustworthy. Continuing with the story of Abraham, right? By faith Abraham... When he, put, when he was put to the test, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises was ready to offer his only son, of whom it was said, Through Isaac, descendants shall bear your name. He reasoned that God was able to raise even from the dead, and he received Isaac back as a symbol. So Abraham 
receiving, like living out this faith through all his life, um, almost all his life. And that's, that's why he's our father in faith. That's why he, he receives that title. Um, continuing on, by faith, Jacob, when dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and bowed in worship, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, near the end of his life, spoke of the exodus of the Israelites and gave instructions about his bones. By faith, Moses was hidden by his parents for three months after his birth because they saw that he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be ill-treated along with the people of God rather than enjoy the fleeting pleasure of sin. By faith, he left Egypt, not fearing the king's fury, for he persevered as if seeing the one who was invisible. By faith, he kept the Passover and it sprinkled the blood that the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch them. By faith, they crossed the Red Sea as if it were dry land, but when the Egyptians attempted it, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after being encircled for seven days. By faith, Rahab the harlot did not perish with the disobedient, for she had received the spies in peace. What more shall I say? I have not time to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets, who by faith conquered kingdoms, did what was righteous, obtained the promises, they closed the mouths of lions, put out raging fires, escaped the devouring sword, out of weakness they were made powerful, became strong in battle, and turned back foreign invaders. Foreign invaders. Women received back their dead through resurrection. Some were tortured and would not accept deliverance in order to obtain a better resurrection. Others endured mockery, scourging, even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, sawed in two, put to death at the sword's point. They went about in skins of sheep or goats, needy, afflicted, tormented. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered about in deserts and on mountains, in caves and in crevices in the earth. Yet all these, though approved because of their faith, did not receive what had been promised. God had foreseen something better for us, so that without us they should not be made perfect. And that something is his is God's only Son, Jesus Christ. Um, so... Yes, all these Old Testament figures, they had great faith in God. They had great faith in the promise. But the real, the real fulfillment of that promise, the ultimate fulfillment of that promise, they did not live to see. These Old Testament figures did not live to see. These are, they're great examples in faith. Um, but the ultimate fulfillment of the promise says that they had been given is in Jesus Christ. And so that brings us to some examples in the New Testament that Jesus himself uh, commends. Um, so in Matthew chapter 15, verses 21 through 28, we have the story of the Canaanite woman um, who, whose daughter is, is ill and first Jesus is having none out of it, doesn't want to talk to her. And then the Canaanite woman continues to press him and then Jesus says to her, it is not right to take what is, uh, take the food from the children and feed it to the dogs. And the woman responds, yes, Lord, but even the, even the dogs, uh, eat, 
they're filled with the scraps from the from the table. Um, and Jesus responds, "Oh woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you as you will." And from that hour, the the woman's daughter is healed. So, again, that great trust in, you know, that even even a scrap of Jesus' power will be will be enough to heal her do- her daughter. And and then the last the last well another example there I'm sure there are countless others but don't have time um, in this episode to go into them um, is the centurion um, this is from Matthew chapter eight verses five through thirteen and so the this you know the story of the centurion goes this centurion sees Jesus. And the centurion says to him, my, my servant is, is ill. He needs help. Please heal him. And Jesus says to him, I'm going to, all right, I'm going to go and go at once. And the centurion says, no, no, don't go. Lord, I'm not. And then he says this iconic line, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my servant shall be healed. And for those of you who are Catholic in the audience, you will recognize that line from the Mass uh, when we're about to receive Jesus. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof when we say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Um, and so Jesus, Jesus responds to this, this faith by saying, Amen, I say to you, in no one in Israel have I found such faith. And no one in Israel have I found such faith. And so we see these examples of faith in Scripture. And, and we, we have to ask ourselves, like, how do we grow in faith? Um, well, step one, ask God in prayer. And that's a pretty good first step, is to just, just ask for it. Uh, and he'll be more than happy to increase your faith. Um Step two, uh, or well, not step two, but another thing we can do is to read the catechism. Um, the catechism, you know, the teachings of the church, um, and really pray, pray with it. Um, like, catechism, yeah, is filled, filled with stuff, a lot of good things to pray with. Um, and really pray with, like, if I'm struggling with this, with a teaching, God, help, help me to understand this. Help me to believe it more fully. Um, another, another thing we can do, find a good community. A good community of faith who will in- challenge us to, to, to grow in, in our faith. Um, to grow in our belief. Um, and then finally, uh, look to the examples that, we've t- that I've just laid out in Scripture. Um, and to the examples of the lives of the saints, which leads into the Cloud of Witnesses segments where we talk about uh, the lives of the saints uh, and the feasts upcoming for, the, for, the, for this week. And so this week, we're just going to focus on one, one saint, um, St. Bernardine of Siena. 
whose feast we celebrate on May 20th. So he was born in 1380. Uh, he started his adult life caring for the sick um, in the hospitals in Siena. Um, in 1404, he joined the Franciscan Order and became a missionary, traveling around Italy. He died in the year 1444, and he, uh, and he was mainly known for two things. Number one, putting his whole self into his actions. That's something we, like, I know I need to work on, and something we all can probably work on, right? Putting our whole selves into everything we do. Um, not holding anything back, especially in in giving of ourselves to others. Um, and the second thing is spreading devotion to the most holy name of Jesus. Um, the most holy name of Jesus, we actually celebrate that feast on January 3rd, um, which that feast, although established after uh, St. Bernardine, uh, passed away um, is definitely through like his influence and that it developed into the feast that it is now um, so remember that at the name of Jesus every name of every knee shall bend um, then it's the name above every other name as St. Paul says um, so really encourage like that devotion to like bow your head slightly at the name of Jesus um, and to make sure like that you keep that name reverent. Um, and so that's it for the cloud of witnesses. And so now we'll move on to the lyrical left segment, um, which this week is the song Lonely by Imagine Dragons, a song that came out just last year. Um, the chorus goes, Oh love, have mercy on me and keep me company. The speaker says that sometimes he can get a little lonely, and when that happens, basically nothing really satisfies him. And as a result, he essentially offers what, in my eyes, could be seen as a prayer. The songwriter may not realize it, but that chorus line is a good prayer for us to offer at any time of the day. God is love, as St. John writes, so we can, with confidence, ask this of God, to have mercy on us and to keep us company, and he is more than happy to answer us. And so that just about wraps it up for this week's episode. But, of course, a few final things before we wrap up. First, if you liked what you heard, or even if you didn't, please subscribe to this podcast and leave a five-star review. This will help us reach more people and get the good news out to a world which desperately needs to hear it. Second, we want to hear from you, dear listeners. If you have questions about anything we've discussed on this episode, previous episodes, or anything in general, please send them via email to laymanshomily at gmail.com. That's L-A-Y-M-A-N-S-H-O-M-I-L-Y at gmail.com. And finally, please Pray for us and know that we are praying for you through the intercession of the patron of this podcast, St. Joseph. God bless you this week, and we look forward to speaking to you all next week. This has been the Layman's Homily. Yeah.